podcast is welcome out. back everyone to episode 122 of the podcast podcast i'm Tommy Crest, a long time my coach okay. Ryan, and we just want to wish you guys a happy new year and yeah we're here today to do what is my favorite episode every year and this is the best and worst of 2023 we'll be doing best performances best movies best tv shows worst tv show worst movies not tv shows and uh biggest surprise of the year and uh yeah, so happy hope everyone had a good holiday, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to do this episode. Ryan, how you been, bud? Uh, they month. released the cast list for White Lotus. It's already posted on our story. That's you, God damn! How are you? Do you ever get off of Instagram? I have post notifications. Oh God, I'm sorry. It's gross. <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. Of course, man. sincerely, thank you. You don't really actually, thank you. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> But yeah, so we're here, we're ready to go. This is going to be a, a lot of fun. Like every time we do this episode, it's always ends up always ends up being one of my favorite episodes that we do. And uh, yeah, so before we get into our actual rankings, like every time we do one of these wacky episodes, um, I have trivia for you. Are you gonna do this first? Yeah, I was gonna do the trivia first this time. Okay, keep, keep, switch it up. Keep yeah, people invested. Wow, <laughs> change it up on them. Sure. Okay, so. You can get one, two, three, four, five, six. So six questions. Six. Six questions. Got it. But you can get up to nine points because it's bonus points. No, I'm listening. Okay. It's bonus points. What do, what do I win? You need above. Well, you actually do have a gift. I to, did. It's just not here yet. You do, really? You do have a gift. Did you order me a tech deck? <laughs> no, it's much bigger than a tech deck. Okay. But that's not. You are getting a tech deck. Is it an actual skateboard? No, because I'm not gonna ride yeah, it. I was say, I'm not gonna ride a skateboard. <laughs> no, it might be on next podcast. I I give you it. Okay, so what was the first topic we covered in 2023? It's a multiple choice. It's a multiple choice. All right. Was it A. The Last of Us, B. Avatar Two, or C. Mm. Babylon? That we covered. That we covered. I think. Hmm. See, Last of Us came out early January, but Avatar 2 came out late December. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not whatever the third choice was. That's already already out of my head. Um, (laughs) Even though Babylon also came out in December. (laughs) It's true, but we definitely did that like the night we watched it. No, because we saw it in Philly, so day after. we got a ticket. (laughs) And what? Remember we got a parking ticket? Oh, I did get a parking (laughs) ticket, even though I paid for it. Well, because we only paid for Because we thought the movie was shorter than what it was. That's true. But it's fine. Keep going. No, we were fine for Babylon. It was Northman we got a ticket for. Oh, Northman was yeah. what we got to. Even yeah. though I like lit, like I paid for. Because yeah, Babylon, we didn't end up paying. Remember yeah, and I was like, fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Northman, I got a ticket. Even though I paid for like two and a half hours of parking and the ticket said like I was there for an hour and yeah. I got a ticket. It was bullshit. Um, I'm going to say Avatar 2 is the first one. It was. Covered. You got yeah. it right. Avatar 2. Even though we did talk about Babylon the next episode. Okay. And really? we talked about The Last of Us two episodes after. Wow. Because Babylon was the best and worst movies episode. It was the second episode we did in 2023. Okay. So, okay. Good job. One for one. One for one. Okay. What were our top three episodes? Bonus points, if you can get them in the correct order. Like listener-wise? Yeah. Oh, I don't see these numbers. This, this is a yeah, thing. Just, I just knew this just from... I think we talked about two of them. Okay. The one's a little more random. Yeah. That's why I'm, that's why it's trivia, because I know the answer yeah. if I told you. Yeah. The answers. So I just have to guess what they are? Yeah, I'll give you hints. Okay, give me a hint. One was a TV show. One was we were a TV reviewing. 
Okay. This was okay. And then the other two were guest episodes. Hmm. I'm just happy to get any of them. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Can I pull up the podcast? Yeah, sure. I'll let you pull them up. Because I, off the top of my head, can't even think of them. This, this is probably the hardest question, I think. Okay. Here, while, give me another question to think about. Because right. this is going to be really boring. What are the last five films? We, oh, I actually got to get off the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We'll keep the people invested while I look through these. All right. Well, um... Okay, here we go. I can do this one while we're waiting. What movie did we have the biggest score gap in? Bonus points if you can guess who had the lower score and what the gap was around. Like how big of a gap our numbers were. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> it's not a movie I thought it was going to be. Okay. Do you want to give me multiple choice? Yes. Right. Please. Let me pull up. Oh my god. You're so unprepared for this. I, I thought you were just gonna know. No. Okay. <laughs> Was it A, John Wick, mm-hmm. B, Super Mario Brothers? Oh, yeah, it was Super C, Mario Brothers. Asteroid City. Super Mario Brothers, you sent me the list earlier. It was... Fuck. Uh, no, 34. 84 to 50. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Because I saw that, I'm like, damn, why he hated this movie? It's a kid's movie. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Because I saw so many movies, it was like, fucking grown. I was hating on the Super Mario yeah. account. It was you. Um, what question? There we go. Good job. Okay. How many films did we agree on that they they belong in the nineties, like overall? How many? Five. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Can you guess what they are? Total guess. This isn't that hard. You just need to think of good movies. Yeah. There's five of them. Past lives. Yep. Shit. <laughs> Holdovers. Yep. Okay. Let me pull up my best and worst list. I didn't even give you bonus points. I thought you were going to get the five pretty quickly. Oh, Oppenheimer. Yep. John Wick, we definitely did. Nope. Really? Godzilla. Really? Minus one doesn't on there? Killers of the Flower Moon. Nope. No, you gave that. I gave it 91. There's two films left. Not said them. Earlier movies, too. Earlier in the year. Really? Mm-hmm. Now I don't know. And now I'm worried because I don't see him on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this one was going to be in your top five movies of the year. Was it Asteroid City? No. Mm-hmm. Barbie? No. No, you didn't like Barbie. I did like you Barbie. You liked I it. Just... Not as much as not a 90. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know. All right. What are you, what are you humming? I'm sure that's a hint. No, I'm like just humming. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Do you want me to just tell you? You can get yeah, it. I'm not going to get, get it wrong. Sp- Across the Spider-Verse. Which you give a 97. Fair enough. And I give a 92. And then air. You have that 97? <laughs> you! <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's surprising. And then air. Which I give a 91. You oh, give a yeah. Air. The more, like, air was a good movie, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't remember a fucking thing from that movie. It's very forgettable. Oh my God, I love that movie. I watched, I've seen it three times now. Really? Uh, wow. <clears throat> uh, oh, we had time to the, think about what the last five films we reviewed were. The last five the we last did. five we've done this year. <laughs> you do the show i know i do but i don't remember it um i did think about think the, the one's gonna screw the most viewed was it uh nolan rankings with raiders no. nope spider-man lotus yep okay that's on there tv show it had to be a last of us one what the fuck other All tv of shows? last of us are, have more views than every other review of this show 
except for this one episode. What show had a really great one episode that we reviewed? Ahsoka? Yeah. Our second, Which Ahsoka one? episode five and six review is the third biggest episode of the year. What the hell? <laughs> and then one more. Uh, this is our biggest episode of the year. Biggest episode. And it's not Raiders. Nope. Um, I would just do that to me. No. Jesus. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, was it the, the, the hot takes one? Amanda Gabrielle? No, no, the other one. Hot takes. The one was the hot takes, was like the movie hot takes. That was the movie? overrated movies. That's what it was. Oh, that was yeah. That's Delaney. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, Delaney. That one was fun. Yeah, she was fun. We still have to uh, go on her show. Yeah. I was just on Instagram. I was just on TikTok Live with this person yesterday for like an hour. What are you on TikTok Live? <laughs> I wasn't. I just wanted to see, go on their live and see what they were talking about. And they invited me to join. So I just sat as they played NHL. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I have no fucking idea. I was on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, you got it wrong. So no point for you. Um, it Two was out our, three. It was our top ten video games episode. Oh, that that one was pretty. With fun. Danny, yeah. Where the cheese, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did that. Uh, that one. Yeah. What are the last five films we reviewed in twenty twenty three? Last five films. I bet you all of our listeners know. I bet you, Boy in the Heron's on there. It's not. That was before. What the? We fuck? didn't review it. Oh, we didn't. I just talked about it in the solo episode for like two. We minutes. didn't review Dream Scenario, did we? Nope. Jesus, dude! What <laughs> the hell did we review? We just saw Aquaman two. There you go. Nice. <laughs> that one <Okay>. sucked. <laughs> Good. Ah, uh, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, give me a sec. No, you can't pull it up. You're no cheating. <laughs> I'm not cheating. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> Is this the Iron Claw? Yes, yeah, the Iron nice. Claw. Okay, you got the question. All right, I got two. It was Saltburn, Godzilla, oh, Godzilla and Hunger minus Games. One. Oh, Hunger Games. Oh, you forgot about that. Back in November. It was a slow December. <laughs> <laughs> slow December. Um, did that one. Busy times. Okay, last episode. Last question, I'm sorry. Yep. Can you tell me how many TV shows we reviewed this year? And what were they? Uh, three. No. Four. No. Six. No. Five. No. Ten. No. Higher, lower. Lower. Nice. <laughs> Two. No. How many? Seven. Seven TV. We reviewed seven TV shows. We didn't do all of them by episodes. We reviewed seven. Okay. Shows. Barry Succession. Yes. Gotta be on there. Last of Us. Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. So that's four. Mm-hmm. Did I count you? Definitely didn't review the bear. Um, I'm sorry, it is six. Jesus Christ. Six, yeah. Yeah, wait. Can Makes I more sense. That one? That uh, one? Sunny. Did we talk about Sunny? We talk about Sunny. Really? Three. Gen V. There you go. That's five. So yep. I'm missing one. They're missing two. Never mind. I did count miss- right. Why am I so confused now? I don't know. Yeah, you're missing two. We reviewed the one, like, recently. Dude, my brain is... It was the second season of the show. Second it was the second season, season of the show. It was the third season of the other show. You're on the same streaming service as well. Can you tell me the service? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Oh, that's why I don't remember them. <laughs> They're all dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It's not Percy Jackson. It's not. I do want I to watch, watch it. it. I haven't watched it yet. I, I, I couldn't care less. <laughs> I'm probably not going to watch it. Oh, you that. love the movies? I don't love the movies. Oh, you I called like the one a classic. A yeah, because you know, <laughs> it's a classic when I was a kid. Oh. Um, Come on, man. How many Disney Plus shows did we talk about this year? I just block them out of my memory. Were these bad? Probably. The one was mid as fuck. Mando. No. There you go. Mando yeah, season three. Another one was and fine, and the ending was really good. What other? It's not a Star Wars show. It has to be a Marvel show. Mm-hmm. What Marvel show got a set? Oh, Loki. There you go. Yeah. Good job. Okay. okay. So I think you got four of them. You got four of the questions, right? I'll mm-hmm. give you. So you passed. I passed. You passed. Good job. What's my prize? You didn't do as good as you did last year. I you did really well. It's fine. These eight. were tough questions, though. They were. They, these were. These were. More I didn't difficult. know if I had studied. I, I think the last five episodes, <laughs> five films <laughs> we saw was going to be a gimme for you. Well, because no, that was last five films we reviewed, not saw. We saw plenty of movies before that. Yeah, but we saw Saltburn, Iron Claw, and Aquaman, Godzilla all pretty close together. Yeah, we also saw Boy in the Heron, Dream yeah, Scenario, all the other stuff in between those. Marvels threw me off. Yeah, no, you're right. You're no, right. we reviewed the Marvels. Did we? Uh, I think it's right outside. Yeah, we just list, shit on it. Okay. So, do we want to do? Do we want to do TV shows, top ten surprises, or performances first? Wait, what? <laughs> I sent you a whole list of what we're doing. You didn't send me anything. Do you want to send you the show you the text? I have top ten best and worst movies and top five TV shows. Yeah. That's what I have. I'll react to your list. Right, That'll I'll, be fun. My- but I didn't make <laughs> surprising. <laughs> Top 10 favorite films, five worst movies, five best shows, five most surprising films, five favorite performances. What did I send back? That's fine. Yeah, that was, I was doing something else. I'm like, you know, fucking whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess. So what do you have? You have TV shows and. I have five shows okay. and then 10 best and worst movies. Okay. So I'll just, you just react to what yeah. I'm going to say now. So what are your surprising, what? Surprising movies, like movies you didn't think were going to be that good oh, okay. and end up being better than what they okay. were. And then performances, but I didn't do it order because performances, I thought there was some really good ones, but gotcha. I didn't know how to rank them. Yeah. I can, yeah, I'll, I'll, let's do those first. Get those out of the way. Uh, I'll react. Uh-huh. That's going to be entertaining. And I can throw in some, I can say like this person should yeah, be on Yeah, because the there's going to be people on here that I probably yeah. should have added. Also, right. got to look up. Names of people. <laughs> <laughs> you even said last, last episode, don't surprise me with something. So I made sure to send you text to explain, like, we're going to do this. And then you answer yourself, like, okay, he's got it. We're good. Yeah, I don't remember the text. All right. So when did you send me this? Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> Before Rebel Moon. <laughs> it could have been because I sent you like eight texts and you just answered, that's fine to all of it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> just kidding. Holy shit, does Rebel Moon blow? <laughs> the goddamn vaginal. Oh, yeah, you send me in one text. So, so, <laughs> fucking hands. Top 10 best words. You read it when I say it. So. Yeah, you're like, so. <laughs> Top t- Yeah, you sent me all that. And then you said separate text. Surprises can be TV or film. Separate text. I'm adding a few honorable mentions for best films. Separate tests. Text. And performances can also TV. And performances can also TV or film. It's 
great wording. <laughs> it's text. Yeah. You know what it meant. Separate text. I think all the rankings should be 10. Separate text, not five. Separate text. Thoughts, question mark? And I said, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't read any of that. <laughs> so you just saw thoughts and you went, that's fine. Yeah. And then you said, dude, this is the hardest I've ever pondered my list. And I said, I haven't looked yet. <laughs> and I made people still like your list more than they end up liking mine. Yeah. Okay. Just smarter. Yeah, I made my list 20 minutes before you picked me up. <laughs> I made the the movie one took me till today and the show's one took me today. But I did like the performances pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm just going to run through these then. Go for it. Top 10 performances. There's no particular order. And I kind of mm-hmm. cheated because one of them gets a, it's second and 11. So I did Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers, Greta Lee in Past Lives, Jeremy Allen White in The Bear, Zach Efron with The Iron Claw, Lily Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Moon, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie in Barbie, Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer, Killian Murphy in Oppenheimer, Bella Ramsey in The Last of Us, and Kaylee Spaney in Priscilla. All right. I haven't seen Priscilla, yet, and that's Priscilla. on my list of like movies that I wanted to watch. I'll definitely watch before Ox- Oscar season. Yeah. But- Who's going to do the popcorn Oscars? Yeah, uh, you putting her in number one sounds pretty crazy to me. But I, I said no particular order. I, oh my god, dude! <laughs> Do you? What, this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, you, you said all the text said top ten. Yeah, and then this one just did no particular order. Oh the rest of them are in an order. You're ridiculous. Um, because you can't compare a TV performance to a movie performance. I mean, you, you, you can. definitely can. Yeah, we did a top ten <laughs> casting. Yeah, you can. Um. I don't mind those. I think those are pretty good. I think the one you're missing and the one that I had, um, if I had to pick my biggest breakout performance, uh, what was what was the girl's name from Past Lives again? Readily. Yeah. She was fantastic. I've seen a lot of people giving it to her. Yeah. But I have to give it to Dominic Sessa from The Holdovers. The young kid? Yeah. Who it only was... got the role because he was at the school that they were filming at. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. But still. First Great performance, movie. and it was his first movie, and he nailed it. He was really funny. He was really, really Whatever good. Whatever he says in Spanish to him, and then yeah, he jumps right. in. I think it's more Latin, Latin, probably, but. Latin, whatever. <laughs> Prehistoric Spanish. Stupid. <laughs> but yeah. No, he was really good. He just missed my list. Yeah. So Leo just missed my list. Yeah. But I like Paul Giamatti being on there. I think he's going to get a. You think he should win. Yeah, he's going to get unfortunately looked over. At the Oscars. This whole I, movie's going to get looked over. It's yeah, really which painful. it sucks. Um, I think Robert Downey Jr. has a very strong contention for supporting actor yeah. at the Oscars, even though another movie I haven't seen is May, December. Apparently, the guy in that is very, very good, supposedly. I definitely want to watch the movie just to see that performance. Um, but I think Robert Downey Jr. definitely for supporting was fantastic. And Does Ryan Gosling get put in supporting? Or is he <laughs> put in lead? He's got to be supporting, right? I guess he would be. I yeah. hope he sings. I just want him to sing at the Oscars. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I mean, that that has to win Best Original. Yeah, song. like what else? Did you see they put it down else? for uh, its adapted screenplay? Really? Yeah, they were fighting for original. Oh. But since it's an IP, technically it was under the adapted. Yeah, Stupid that makes sense. Shit. Yeah. But Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer, Maybe I think, is still, it's still my number one. Um, but good list. Thank it's you. Good list. Now, Top 10 Surprises was films that... I didn't think we'd be as good as they were, and they ended up being a lot better. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of these aren't going to make sense, I guess, to some people, but to me, they made a lot of sense. You'll probably get what I mean from this uh-huh. list. So at number ten, I thought the Nun two. I didn't. It didn't surprise me as much because it still isn't great, mm-hmm. but it was fine. So it was better than the first one for me. So I was just like, okay, that surprised me. It was better than I thought. Uh, number nine was Gran Turismo. Did not think that movie was going to be as enjoyable as I ended up thinking it was. 
Uh, at number eight is a stra- extraction two, because I did not think it was going to be good, <laughs> and it was very good. Uh, number seven, I have playing Gerard Butler's newest film, not newest film because they did Kandahar, but Gerard Butler's film playing that he released last year. I went and saw it at nine a.m. on a Wednesday yeah. by myself in <laughs> Delaware. <laughs> ridiculous i was leaving class like dude plane was actually not bad my classes got canceled i had one class in the afternoon i was like i'm bored yeah go see plane (laughs) oh it wasn't fully me i forgot there was like this old couple like the road in front of me Hmm. lay the seat in front of me though yeah very weird fair enough um number five uh number six i'm sorry blue beetle just because dc's track record has not been very good so far I was like, this isn't going to be Or since, just to be clear. Or since. <laughs> this is really it. Um, Blue Beetle was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I thought YOLO uh, was really good. And yeah, I'm excited to see him stay in the DCU. Uh, number five, I have Saw 10. A movie I did not think was going to be good it, by any means. And I ended up having a lot of fun. I think it's, it's probably the best Saw film. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. It's the best one. Um, it has the best Saw trap ever. Which one? Having to dig your own bone marrow. Yeah, no, I hated that. That was <laughs> it was genuinely the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in the movie. I, I was squirming. I'm usually fine. That was... <laughs> oh, I did not enjoy that. My theater goes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. all ten. Love that. Uh, number four, the Blackening. If you haven't seen the Blackening, please go watch it. It is one of the funniest movies and one of the better movies of the year. It's in my top twenty-five films of the year. But yeah, it was so funny, and it just takes every stereotype of black characters in horror films, but now it's a whole entire black cast, and it was so funny. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, everyone go check that. I was the only white person in my theater. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number three, Dungeons and Dragons. I had this film as an 85. It's one of the higher rated movies of the year. It was really good, really funny, and I'm really excited for the sequel. Yeah, Chris Pine, very funny. Nice. Uh, number two is Talk to Me, a movie that I had no hopes for, especially when I knew Rocka Rocka was making it. <laughs> they took away all of my uh, excitement for this movie, and I then end up seeing it four different times. It's what I think is the second best horror movie of the year. And yeah, I hope they get to keep doing more and more horror movies because I know they are making a sequel, but I want to see them branch out and do something else too. And my number one surprise of the year... Oh. Just uh, just missed my top 10 films of the year. It was on my top 10 list the entire year until late the last month. And that is Skin and Rink. <laughs> I absolutely love this movie. I have it in 86. I love, love, love this movie. I um, It's such a random film. Nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> There's no actual written dialogue except for maybe one or two lines in the end of the movie. It it's just terrifying. It's I think it has the scariest scene in the movie that I've ever seen. I love the old like handheld camera look to it, the graininess. And I just just like how it uses like everyone's like internal fear of the dark. And there's a scene with the kid with a knife and a voice is telling him to do something. And I will randomly think about that scene. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's not it's not a fun movie. It's, uh, <laughs> it's freaky, but it's definitely not for everyone. Because I know most of my friends hated it, but I Truly love this movie, and I'm definitely gonna have to keep rewatching it and see if it still holds up. Maybe in like a year or so. Yeah, but yeah, uh, those are my top ten surprises. All right, that's not it's not a bad list. Yeah, I still have yet to see a lot of those. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Was it you didn't see Plane? I didn't see Plane. Beetle. Nope. Blackening. No. Dungeons and Dragons. So everything else. Yeah.
But yeah, those are kind of ones that just kind of fell by the wayside. <laughs> I mean, Blackening had a good couple of weeks at the box office. Yeah, I did want to see Blackening, but so just never got around to it. Um, <laughs> Skinamarink was just it was it was that was a hell of a movie. <laughs> It was a fun night. We went to Hooters beforehand. <laughs> yeah, we did get a Hooters. We took a we took our editor to actually go see, and our editor does not go to the movies ever. Yeah, never. He had not been at the time. I think he said five years, mm-hmm. and he has not let us forgive. No, <laughs> not let us forget that we forced him to go see this with us. Yeah, he fell asleep and was woken up by a jump scare three different times. <laughs> had a terrible time. <laughs> it, it's a it's a scariest movie. I don't care what anyone says that scene in the bedroom with the dad and the mom. Yeah, it's one of the scariest scenes ever. It's no. got to be the scariest scene. It is. It is a really freaky movie. It's just you know, <laughs> if you like staring at walls for an hour, it's it's nice. I'm I'm very middle of the road on it because it is on one hand a very very freaky movie and yeah. it does its job very well, but just it's so long, cut it out, <laughs> just make it a short film. That know. was a short film. Probably would have been one of my favorite short films. Yeah. But I mean, it, the more I say that, the more I think about it. It may not have worked as well because that it, like staring I think that's at the what wall. Scares you is that? Yeah, it gets you in that mood, makes you really uncomfortable, and just lends itself towards the the fear in the movie. But it's just not fun to watch, yeah. so I didn't really enjoy it. Did you um as a kid were you ever like up at night? You like lay your on your carpet and just look up? No, that was something I used to do. Like like because the my way my hallway is, we always kept a light on. It's never dark. Mm-hmm. So like if I was reading a book or something, I would go sit out there and read it, which okay. is really weird. Or like I would just look at like the wall. So that's what I think of when I think of Skinner Rink. Or like when you're trying to go to bed and you're just staring off into like the darkness of your room. Yeah. So that's what made me think of. And that's like everyone I feel like sees that darkness in like the corner and they're like, mm-hmm. the fuck's hiding over yeah. there? Your like, eyes kind of like get that fuzziness to them. Yeah. And yeah. you start making up. Because there's mm-hmm. that there's sequence in the Skinner Rink where it's just black with the grayness. And it's I swear there's something on the other side of that camera. Yeah, your, your mind starts playing tricks on you. And it yeah. does a really fantastic job of that. But it is just long. Yeah, you just got to be ready for it. You got you to gotta know what you're getting yeah, yourself well, into. I didn't tell anyone because I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. and i loved it i had a smile on my face the entire movie <laughs> but yeah um so going from that we can do our tv shows yeah. i did 10 so we can do all right <laughs> i said in the text <laughs> you did and also i didn't i don't know if i even watched 10 tv shows this year so maybe you didn't but at the same time no you probably did because i think it shows yeah. i didn't have on this list you probably did yeah i, I you may have really just watched 10 but that's not good though because then you're putting shows that really weren't that good to you yeah exactly yeah. yeah i have 10 shows i want to rank yeah that's fine so do you want to do like you do i do too you doing yeah sure uh, do you want so to start off yeah you start off. well why don't you do your 10 through 6 and then we'll meet oh, at okay. five yeah okay so at number 10 i have a show that is very hit or miss with people and that was that 90s show mm-hmm. i'm a huge fan of that 70s show and i actually really enjoyed that 90s show i ended up binging it in late a day I had a lot of fun seeing some of the old characters, but I really like the new characters and the new timeline. Timeline? That's the 90s. Different timeline. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just cool seeing all the characters back. And it's a world that I really like watching. I love all the characters. Kitty and Red are two of my favorite characters in sitcoms. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the next season. And yeah, I think it's a really good show. Number nine is a show that I feel like kind of lost some of the love that I had from it from the first season. And that is Invincible Season 2. I know it's only halfway done the season so far. But... I feel like they've really used only the animation payroll on the fight sequences. Yeah. When there's no fighting, it is not like pretty to look at. It's very, very bland. And it's yeah. very much like the uh, slideshows you watch like in school, mm-hmm. like how they move. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I haven't, I don't love it as much as I did the last season. 
but I'm still going to watch it because I'm not going to spoil it for you because I'm not even finished yet. Yeah. The fourth episode is probably my favorite episode, which is the last episode so far. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I wish it was a little bit better, but it still makes my top 10 shows of the year. I, it feels like I have one in my chest, but I don't. Um, number eight would be Gen V, mm. a show that would have been higher if it wasn't for the last episode being a little weaker. Yeah. I still like the show. It's still my top 10 shows of the year, but it just didn't finish as strong as I wanted it to. Um, going on from that, my number seven show is Ted Lasso season three, the final season. I called that. <laughs> just saying it's the final season. Uh, I love Ted Lasso. I watched the entire show in like three weeks. It's really good. It was very funny. And I definitely cried the last two episodes of the show. Um, yeah, I'm just a big fan of, I've grown to really enjoy watching soccer and just seeing more of the behind the scenes, like the coaching part of it and all that was really fun. Now. I, yeah, it's my number six. My number six, before I hand it off to Ryan to see his top five, is Reacher. Reacher's not completely done yet, but the first three episodes were okay. They were nothing great, but four and five have been the best episodes of the show so far, so it moved up my list, but I can't put it any higher because I haven't seen the final episode yet, and I want to just know if the finale is as good as the rest of the show's been. And if it's good, it'll probably jump up a little bit, but not by much. So yeah, those are my top 10 through six, and now I'm going to hand it off to you, All sir. Right. So my number five is going to be Gen V. Mm. This one, you know, I needed to have a number five, so I put Gen V <laughs> on there. Uh, don't get me wrong. It was a really good show, but like you said, the last episode was really just kind of undercooked. Um, I think it kind of just had a massive letdown from the previous episodes, especially towards the beginning. Uh, that that middle chunk of the show was just so good, yeah. but it really teetered off towards the end, which was really disappointing, but I think overall it was still a very, very good show, and it was definitely worthy of being in that the boys universe it felt like it was part of that universe it didn't shy away from anything and it was cool seeing all that stuff from a different perspective and getting that you know college you know young adult perspective it it was a cool take on that dark superhero genre yeah good take um, my number five is Welcome to Wrexham season two. I absolutely do adored the first season of Welcome to Wrexham. I knew a lot less about what happened at the time, but I knew exactly what season two was going to deal with and what was going to happen. And it it still made me like have that feeling in my chest. I'm like, oh my God, please win this game. And it's even crazier in the first season, the things that they had to go through, the things they had to deal with. And then seeing more of the players and getting to learn more about their personal lives was really cool. Yeah, and I just think it was a really great season of television. It was a really great second season of the documentary. And if you like Rocky and you love like the underdog story, that final episode will bring you to tears because me and my dad both said that we cried. <laughs> my dad's not a crier. And uh, yeah, so welcome back to season two. It's on Hulu. Highly recommend everyone watch it. Nice. Uh, my number four uh, is going to be The Last of Us. Mm. This was a mm. four. Yeah. Damn. It was a very, very good show. Yeah, we're only four. Yeah. Damn. I didn't watch many shows. No, I thought you, no, I thought it was going to be higher. No, I know. Like but close to the top. Nah. Damn. It's not. What three shows do you think were better than the, uh, the three shows yeah. that I watched? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a very, very good show, and it was a very, very good adaptation of the video game. Probably, I mean, yeah, it's the best video game yeah. adaptation we've ever had. Definitely <laughs> still is. Um. And I think in a lot of ways, it's even better than the game. The more that I think about it, it it was really, you know, Neil Druckmann was able to get his second chance to tell this story. And he was like, all right, here's where I messed up. Here's where I'm going to make it better. <laughs> and he got guys, um, Craig Mazin is 
one of the best showrunners around right now and he was able to bounce ideas off him and he was i mean he even says it in the like after episode stuff the whole thing with um what was the kid's name sam being uh mute yeah. he was like how the fuck did i not think of that that's so good like you know he had other minds telling him you know giving my yeah, it wasn't just his story yeah and it just made the story that much better it just kind of edges out the video game to me a little bit so it was really really impressive and i can't wait for season two um we should go golfing though before season two comes out. Got him. <laughs> okay, number four for me was the fall of the House of Usher, the continuation of the Mike Flanagan universe. This show was incredible. It was one of the best written shows of the year. I think it'd be my number two in best writing, but it uh, it was just an incredible show. I thought every episode was really good, especially if you're a fan of Edgar Allan Poe and some of his work. Every episode is based on one of his books. And my favorite episode was about was pretty much a rendition of a telltale heart. And uh yeah, it was really good, great show, a really good finale. And uh yeah, I'm excited to see what he does next because I know he just finished his movie that he's doing now, and I know Mark Hamill's in that. Mm. So Mark Hamill, you were great in this, and I'm excited to see him do another role. Nice. I gotta watch that because I did love Hill House. Mike Flanagan's a very no, Mike Flanagan, that dude. He's very good. Um my number three is gonna be the bear. Is the bear not on your list? Oh, it is. Okay. Continue. Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh my very, very good second season. I think it was probably just as good. It kind of stepped up in a lot of ways. Um, and just getting Jeremy Allen White more into that um, public eye. I mean, he, he was obviously – everybody Everybody agrees he's the best part of Shameless, if yeah. you watch Shameless. And just getting him in these other roles where he's able to really – try his best and it's really getting him out there he was just in the iron claw which he was really good in as well but i mean he's just great he's perfect in this role and every time you find out things about the family about the brother you know john berthal whatever it's always great and that christmas scene it's, it's the best episode it's, television it's this so year. good <laughs> um, i just rewatched like a week ago yeah it's it's just so much fun the entire show is so fun and chaotic and it, it has it gives you the perfect amount of stress for the characters but also fun yeah. listening to them just curse at each other math. yeah it's so it, it's so good yeah it's uh, it, it's a really sad ending though this season it did have a sad ending but we all I, knew it was coming though yeah there's no way he's gonna be happy <laughs> yeah no i think it was really really good though a really great show good day yeah I like that okay my number three is succession okay incredible show i uh, mean i can't take anything away from the show I mean, what can you say except that it was amazing? It's every single character and performance is great. And I loved it. I did. I really did. But I didn't love it as much as I love the other two shows. And that those are my two favorite shows of the year. But Succession, for someone that never watched it, especially leading into the last season, I think, because I caught up with you guys on episode four, I think, of the final season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because so I was, I was trying to get there. And I did. And I loved the whole show. What season didn't I like? There was the one I say was definitely, I think it was two I said was the one I didn't mind as much. I don't know. The one I, but I really do love this show. I think the Roy family will go down to one of the best families in television. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was really great. I mean, being the third best show of the year for me is not bad at all. It's just didn't love it as much as I love these other two. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number two is going to be Barry, mm. season four. Mm. you're smirking at dude um 
It was a great ending. I think the ending could have been a little bit. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those endings that I think we said it when we talked about it. It was kind of disappointing, but it made sense within the show. You know, you're expecting he gets all he gets kitted out and he's ready to go save his family. And, you know, it could have been really, really cool. But then it it pulls the rug out from under you and just, you know, that never happens. And that kind of happens throughout the show. Um, but this season did a great job of really delving into that character even further and just his mindset so fucked up and how he kind of ruins the lives of everyone around him as well i i'm starting to forget the characters names but everyone just kind of devolves throughout the show and especially throughout the season and it did a really really great job of showing them kind of come to terms with that um and the ending was just it was it was really good it was kind of it was haunting too because you see the documentary and he's got buried with full honors and he kind of won in the end even though he got killed but Man, it was just such a great show. I mean, it was it was constantly in that battle for best show on television with Succession. Yeah, just the whole time because they aired together. But yeah, that was a fun couple weeks. That oh, last so two, that last season for me. Yeah, because I didn't watch Succession, of course, leading into that. But it was mm-hmm. fun for me to get to do it for the couple weeks I did. Um, so Barry actually didn't make my list. It's ridiculous. It's because I looked at it as just this one season, not the entire show. Okay. And this was definitely my least favorite season. That's fair. And I think that's why it just didn't make me show. That doesn't take away that it, in my life, is probably in my top five shows I've ever watched. Yeah. It's just I didn't love the final season. And comparing it to other shows I watched this year, just that 70 show, definitely not as good quality of a show. But I in, had more fun watching it. Because mm-hmm. that's not 90 shows, just the world I like. I get to see a lot of the characters I grew up watching. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. Fuck you. Cause I, know, <laughs> I just wanted to put it out there before I do my next two, but because I knew that 90 show shit. over Barry. <laughs> I'm saying this is my favorite. I know if I'm doing quality, then yeah, Barry's. No, I understand. Quality. This is your list. Fuck. I want you to enjoy your number list. two is the last of us. Okay. It's not my number one. Uh, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey were absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I put Bella Ramsey on my list for best performances of the year. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Absolutely loved her in the role. I think she's better than the game version of Ellie. But mm-hmm. I think Troy Barker as Joel is still better than Peter Pascal so far. That's but fair. it you'll see more of his emotional scenes in the second season. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really a testament to see how well they can do the characters again. But yeah, The Last of Us is incredible. The production, the, the sets, the... The way that they actually went practical with so much of it was yeah. so cool to watch. And they laid a whole episode about Frank. You're with Frank for like nothing. A Bill. Yeah, yeah Bill. Bill. Frank. Yeah. You don't even see Frank. You don't even see Frank's face in yeah, the movie. You, see, in the game. you see him from there up, yeah. there down. But yeah, it's in, it's an incredible show. Mm-hmm. Craig Mason and Neil Druckmann are so good at their jobs. I think I'm. that's why I'm so excited to see Fallout now. That they're both working on it. Yeah, I that, do have high hopes for I that show. I think that's going to be, and the trailer looks cool. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I hope they go do a little practical, more practical. Yeah, yeah. I'm and it's a uh, Nolan's brother too. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. <laughs> he used CG on the nukes. He did. Disappointed. Did you know, I saw comments on on the trailer, like Instagram comments. Somebody, a few people commented like, "Oh, at least one Nolan brother knows how to show a nuke." Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think Bill went Obnar thinking you were going to see the nuke go off. Like, yeah, yeah. but you. No, that wasn't the point of the movie. No, not it was at to all. show the creation of it, not mm-hmm. the use of it. But yeah, no, I, I'm so excited for Fallout. 
now that all those people are working on it. Yeah. I didn't even know that the show was coming out that soon and the trailer dropped. Yeah, neither did I. It was not April 12th debuts. Yeah. And we got Echo. It's pretty crazy. Come, couple days. Uh, no, sun. Oh, is it the ninth? I, I thought it was the seventh. I mean, it might be the seventh. We, all the episodes come out once. Too. Yeah. She's going to look at Daredevil suit. Yeah. Looks oh, pretty nice. Red. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Thank excited <God>. for that. <laughs> and they tightened his mask. Very yeah. excited. But yeah, uh, that was my number two. What is your number one show of the year? My number one. Uh, no one already doesn't know. If you couldn't tell, <laughs> it's Succession. It was, uh, in my opinion, it it did from the start just edge out Barry for the best CR for the best show on television, and it just stuck with it. It was so good all the way through, and season four was no exception. It just nailed. I mean, every episode it felt like something crazy was just happening, and just seeing the most dis- dysfunctional group of characters in television history just interact with each other in such on such an important stage like they're all billionaires and they're fucking insane they're either oh, they're morons. yeah they're they're just they're crazy really. yeah it, it it literally was just game of thrones in the modern day and it was so good at it it was so good every character was so interesting in their own right and how they bounced off of each other and took advantage of each other constantly. It was just so much fun to watch. Every episode had something new. Like I said, it was just such a great time watching this week to week. And the ending nailed it for me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was so good. <laughs> Kendall finally breaking down. I just go, I'm the eldest boy. It's such a funny <laughs> scene. They just posted so it on Max yeah. on Instagram. They it's, did the post. It's so funny. <laughs> and the ending with, you know, the person coming out on top, it's, it's not who you expected. At least, you know, looking we, at it from the we beginning. We started talking about it. I think me and you talked about it when we were reviewing it, though. We yeah. were like, we both kind of got the idea on like the fifth episode that yeah, that's he, a really he big might. possibility. Yeah. But like, if you look at it from season one. No, you would never have guessed. Never guessed that. And the way it, the way it does end, where, you know, they hold hands, you're like, damn, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. You won. <laughs> uh, yeah. Show. It was just so much fun to watch. Oh, God. What's the cousin's name? Greg. Greg even comes out pretty, yeah, pretty well Gives for him the sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Kisses him on the head. It's great. Greg the egg. Greg the egg, baby. God, he's such a moron. He is such a moron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't even argue Succession was incredible. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. Now, it's not as incredible to me as my number one show of the year, which will be The Bear. I think it's been the best show the last two years. And mm-hmm. the Bizzotto family, seeing them on, uh, it's Christmas, isn't it? Oh, no, it's yeah, I think it's Christmas. Christmas. No, I'm, it's Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. That Christmas episode will go down to me as one of the best episodes of television. The mm-hmm. cast that they put together for one episode. Yeah. Bob Erdenkirk was great. His sequence with uh, John Bernthal about throwing the one fork again. One oh, one yeah. <laughs> That's one of the most intense scenes of the year in mm-hmm. TV and film. And it's just a fork. It is you know nothing fork. crazy is going to happen if that happens, but it's just, it's an amazing show. I mean – Critics agree has an 8.6 on IMDb, a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes, 92 on Google. Jeremy on White continues to prove why he's one of the best actors working. Uh, the girl who plays Sydney was incredible. The girl who plays uh, Claire was great. Uh, Maddie Matheson plays Neil Flack. Mm-hmm. The dude is a Michelin yeah. chef, Michelin <laughs> star winning chef in real life. Yeah. And plays an electrician and like handyman the show. Such a great yeah, show. That dude's um, tattoos are crazy, too. They're awesome. You, you see him, like, with his shirt off. Yeah. Sick. Uh, yeah. Even Moss Bastrich plays cousin. Oh, I'm yeah. He's him. perfect. It's like Richard Dick fucking. Yeah. Rich. Richie. Richie. That's what I call him. One of my favorite characters in tele- 
TV yeah. and his his like arc he gets in the second season was mm-hmm. so much fun to watch. Yeah. And he ends up in a I like how he pretty much ends up in a better place than Carmi does mm-hmm. at the end of the second season. So I'm super excited for the third season. I kind of hope that maybe this is the final season. Yeah. I don't want them to stretch it out too long because mm-hmm. I feel like you did them leading them getting the place and starting to renovate it. Second season was getting to opening night, and they go see them now open. Yeah, which I think is a cool way to do it. Yeah, I don't think this is the, this is a show that goes on for four, five, six, seven seasons. I yeah. this this doesn't seem like a very long show. I think three would be it. Maybe if they do want to stretch yeah, it out, the four, four might work. Yeah, I feel like past four is really yeah. If you figure something out, it could work. But I don't see this show going on for too much longer. How's the dragon? I'm kind of ner- do you see what they're doing? They say it is going to be four seasons four seasons yeah it feels really really long it does feel long especially well you read the book yeah i I know where they're like where they're at i thought it was the perfect stopping point Mm -hmm. but i i think i even said last when we reviewed it i see it this is like two seasons is what i would do it at yeah attempt to do it three okay we're gonna stretch that a little bit four seems like a lot of like oh we're gonna add stuff yeah but But at the same time if you have george rr martin saying four you know, yeah, then you probably can figure it maybe. out. Yeah, and we also don't know. Maybe like you know, it, it seemed like maybe there's more stuff that he has that he's like, hey, this could have happened. Yeah, exactly. In the yeah. book, from my understanding, it's just like it's all secondhand accounts. It's yeah. all people talking about what happened. So maybe you know, George will come in and say like, oh, this is what this is what these characters are going through. They're probably going to add a lot of scenes. You could also do like a battle episode where the whole yeah. episode's a yeah. fight. And um, as much as Miguel Sabachnik leaving sucks dude that does suck it does suck but at the same time everyone and i'm sure sapochnik had a huge hand in it and he's one of the better directors for game of thrones and for house of the dragon he's he's just an incredible filmmaker ryan condal just listening to the cast talk about him it seems like he had a lot more to do with the show running itself and i don't know that for a fact but just hearing them talk about ryan condal's hand and everything it seemed like he would he really had his shit together. So I still have a lot of hope for the show. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's going to be great. It's the yeah. last of us. Uh, not the last, um, House of the Dragon. But yeah, um, those are our top TV shows of the year. Now we're moving into a not as fun category, which is actually is kind of fun. This is our worst slash most disappointing films of the year. How many did you put? Ten. Oh, you did do ten? I have ten each. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do it like, we'll just run down like ten through six and then we'll go one by one with the final ones? Yeah, sure. Because I have a feeling we're going to have pretty similar. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so um, for me, this is, again, this is 10 worst slash disappointing. So a movie could have been okay, and it, just because we find it super disappointing, it's on this list. Yeah. Number 10, Bo is Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people really, I know uh, Bo Oliver, me and him talked about it. It's his number five movie of the year, I think. Really? And I said I completely do yeah. not agree. I mean, he's got he's got favoritism points, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 his name's in it. <laughs> How um, often is a movie going to be called Bo? You know, <laughs> God damn. Um, this movie is one of those movies that has a good first act, an amazing second act, and a horrible third act. Yeah, like it, you get every part of it. So, um, this movie had a lot more, a lot of potential. I think Ari Esther is a great director. I think he just went a little too far with this one. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for, still for his next film, but yeah, um, I was hoping for a lot more than what we ended up getting. Uh, number nine is Haunted Mansion. I mean, do I have to say anything else? It was Haunted Mansion. It was so much CGI. It just wasn't very good. Uh, number eight is The Exorcist Believer. It's There's a reason why IMDb voted the worst movie of the year. It just wasn't very good. Yeah. It had a horrible ending. And you kept saying it was good, too. Yeah. You were fighting so hard to get me to watch that movie. I was like, no. <laughs> I, I just wanted you to watch it. <laughs> I, I need someone to watch it with. Number seven is The Flash. 
not good. Seven. Seven. There's six worst <laughs> movies in this. Wow. Me. There's okay. six more. Uh, no, number six, of course, we just talked about on our show the other day, is Aquaman 2 the, and the Lost King, whatever the fuck this stupid ass movie's name is. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's my 10 through six. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. How about you, Ryan? All right. I have at number 10, and this is one that I've got to probably explain a little bit. I have Maestro. Oh. Yeah. Oh. This was. And it remembers disappointing. Yeah. This was a very. This isn't a bad movie. This is a very bad, good movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. It looks great. I think Bradley Cooper did a good job directing, and I think there's scenes where you're like, God damn, this is really good. One scene sticks out in my head, and it's where um, I forget the characters' names, but well, the real people, but I already forget your name. Leonard Bernstein. I know Leonard Bernstein, but his wife, played by uh, Carrie Mulligan, she was fantastic. Um, There's a scene where it's like a monologue, and she's talking about how she's like falling out of love with him and it's when she's older and it's, it was really, really good. And it's just the camera slowly panning in. But then the very next scene after she gives this whole speech about kind of falling out of love and trying to figure out what she wants in life, she just goes back to him in the very next scene. She's like, Oh, of course, of course I love you. And the whole movie kind of plays out like that. At least for me, when I was watching it, scenes have like no cohesion between characters kind of say one thing. And then the very next scene, they're doing something different. There will be a very, very good scene, a very, very well acted scene, and then something after it, and you're like, where did, where did that scene bring us? It didn't change anybody. It didn't do anything for the plot. It was just a scene that was good to be good. It felt like they just wrote scenes to be good, but didn't really think it through as a story, if that makes sense. I don't know. Watching it was just really, really disappointing because I wanted to like it. I was really excited for it. And it looks incredible. It's very well acted. The makeup's great. I think when he's younger and it's black and white, the nose is really noticeable. But as he gets older, it's it kind looks of like good better when he is older. Yeah, like that. First, remember that first uh, shot of him? In yeah, the looks he's awesome. really old. He looks great in that. Um, the movie just kind of it's so inconsistent. Um, another great scene is the Thanksgiving scene when they're arguing in the room on the side. Yeah, the Snoopy scene. <laughs> A fantastic scene in its own right. And then you get the big CGI Snoopy. It looks like shit. But um, why does like that show Snoopy? It's just Thanksgiving. You got to show, show it. You could just say it. it doesn't have to be shown. I don't know. It looks cool. It doesn't. Um, but yeah, other, other scenes in the movie, it just really, really drag it down. I literally said out loud, like, what the fuck is going on a few times? Because things just happen. And you're like, why? Why is this here? You know what I mean? Like, why Why did you put this scene at this part of the movie? It was just a very weirdly and poorly put together good movie, if that makes sense. I think it's worth a watch. I think a lot of people will enjoy this, but I just didn't really enjoy it. I have no interest in seeing this again. And like I said, Carrie Mulligan, fantastic as his wife. And I forget her name. I'm sorry about that. But Bradley Cooper as Leonard Bernstein, very good performance. But he is trying so goddamn hard. It's kind of funny. Like it's, it's hard to take him seriously because he's trying so hard. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just a very disappointing movie. Um, but I'll try to move a little faster now. Number nine. Our ten, we give a huge reason for it, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll just keep through the rest. Yeah. Number nine, I have Renfield, which whatever. Fair enough. <laughs> a lot of promise. Nick Cage is Dracula. Could have been awesome. It could have been the best thing ever. Yeah. And um, Nicholas Holt 
he's a great actor, but I think he's Luther, baby. Yeah, I think he's done one too many of those kind of like kind of goofy roles for himself because he's very good, but he he doesn't really do that many great movies. I feel like, which oh, is just doesn't. disappointing. Um, but yeah, like all the blood is CGI in a vampire movie. There's not enough shit. Um, I like Aquafina. She's not very funny in this movie. The storyline was so fucking yeah, dumb. She really had no reason to be in this. It was just kind of weird. Um, but number no, number eight, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Did not enjoy myself with this one. Well, because you 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 did exactly what I do in Moon Knight. You're like, if they do this, I, yeah. I don't want to say because <laughs> exactly. some people might not see it still. Yeah, but you said exactly. If they do this, I'm not gonna like it. Yeah, I'll give it credit where credit's due. It feels like an Indiana Jones movie. It also feels like the most boring Indiana Jones movie, unfortunately. Yeah, it just does. It's the third best one. Yeah, I like Phoebe Phoebe Waller Bridges. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, nice. Um, and I have to watch Fleabag. I keep getting clips of it, and Dude, I'm like, I got it. it. It looks so, so funny. <laughs> um, she wants to fuck a priest. Has laid the point of the yeah. show, but. Yeah, it was just very disappointing to me. I had no hope for it. That's a lie. Before the trailers came out, I had a lot of hope for it. Cause... See, I had more hope once the trailers came out because I yeah. really liked the trailers. Yeah, was the I mean, I gave it, I think I gave it an 84 at the end. Yeah, you did. I gave it like a 50-something. Give it a 67. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, number seven, Aquaman 2 and the I mean, Forgotten City, whatever it's called. <laughs> the Forgotten fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I don't want to talk Lots about it. And number six, it's on the exact same level. Shazam 2. They're the same wow. movie. It, whatever. I didn't have it. I'm not gonna lie. I, Shazam almost was ten. Well, you like Shazam. I didn't. Yeah, but then I rewatched it and realized it was because it was so much more CGI than I thought it was. Yeah, like because the first one at the rewatch had a lot of practical stuff. I didn't realize. But, yeah, a decent amount. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still mainly a CGI superhero movie. But, mm. um, yeah. but yeah, I also had completely forgotten Rachel Zegler was in it. I love. Like her. I looked it up. She's and the I was best like, part of that movie. When the fuck were you in this movie? Like I had no she idea. Like a year though. Yeah, she had a great year. It wasn't her fault that movie's bad. No. It's not anybody's it's fault. That it's just Shazam and Billy are completely two different people. Yeah. Very weird. But um going into our top five worst movie disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh number five was a movie that I think I tried to force myself to think was good. Mm-hmm. And then me and Ryan talked about it on the way home, and then we came to an agreement that it was fucking terrible. And that was Fool's Paradise. <laughs> it was a movie I think I wanted to be so good just because I loved Charlie Day and I loved a lot of people that were in the cast. And it just just wasn't it. Yeah, I get it. Is that your number five? Yep. For <laughs> the exact same reason. I love Charlie Day. I wanted to like this movie so bad. but And John's so annoying. He is. This movie was just not good. It's just an annoying movie, too. Yeah, it just wasn't very funny. It was, I think, as a concept... I feel like it it should have been a short film. Yeah, it could have been a funny episode of Sonny. Yeah, where it, like Charlie it, loses his voice or something. Yeah, something like that. It could have been kind of neat, but as like a full hour forty something movie, it just didn't just didn't work. Um, yeah, and also standing up and realizing that you're the youngest people in that theater by sixty years, it's never a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, since I was both of our number fives, yeah. do you want to start number four and obviously? Yeah, I'll do number four. Number four, I have the nun two. Damn it, I thought we were gonna have the yeah. same one. Which I feel like I definitely put a little lower than it probably has right being. Yeah, I don't think it's fourth I worst movie of the year, bad. I couldn't really remember. I don't know. I just kinda of put it there. Like just, this fits. You could have just went on a list of movies and looked at your scores. I did, but then I thought about it. I'm like some of the scores I gave I did have to fix. Because, like, my number one technically worst movie 
mm. had a higher score than I thought I gave it. Okay. But no. Yeah, no, the more that I thought about this movie, I was like, what the f- what happened? I don't remember anything. Eyes of Sister Lucy, bro. That, yeah, it's just so fucking stupid. That's so cool. It's haunted care. Indiana Jones. It's, it is. <laughs> I love it's that so shit. Weird. Um, it, it is, but they don't lean into it enough. They, so they just dude, they, they need to just like fully yeah, like go like fully go into it more in the whip. Yeah, and do some cool shit. shit. Yeah, just have some fun shit. I don't know. Um, just a disappointing movie. I think all the actors are fine. Good thing was scary. I didn't scary every time I watched it because then I started thinking about actually seeing that in my house. Yeah, the thing be creepy, running at you. Boom. I'm not scared of Vala because I don't know how you don't find her scary. No, um, yeah, but uh, what's her name? Farmiga, she's yeah, very the good. Younger the younger one, she's, I love her in that role. Um, who's the girl who plays the, the younger one? Yeah, she's a great actress. I, I don't know why the fuck she's in this movie, like, she just doesn't really do anything. She's She's kind of like the MacGuffin, like, have someone for her to talk to the whole Yeah, movie. pretty much. Because they can't use Frenchie this time. Yeah. And Frenchie, I don't know. Okay. You know when they light, uh, you know when they light Volok on fire? At the end, like, she, like, ignites. She's oh, huge. the wine. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a practical thing. Yeah, it was. It's yeah. crazy. It was pretty impressive. I didn't think that until I watched, like, a thing of it. And they lay, it's just a girl sitting on a thing that they doused in, like, the yeah. shell and stuff. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I, I get mean. it. Why is that low? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I thought you were going to say one as me. Uh, number four, I have Ant-Man and the Wasp 3, Quantumania. Mm. A movie that I had so, so much hope for. Because that trailer with Yellow Brick Road yeah. was one well, of the best trailers of the year. The, the song was nice. The trailer was like... Yeah, but okay. even the trailer like fit the mood at first. Yeah. Like seeing Kang and him like walking and like that was... I was like, oh, hell yeah, baby. When he does in the trailer when he goes, have I killed you before? That was nice. Yeah, because like the... Dun, 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 it's like the drums and it goes silent. He says that and then mm-hmm. it does like the high note for sure. you. Yeah, yeah, it's like I was so excited. This movie was fucking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, I love you. you. You're on my list of like... I would marry you even now. I love you. I love you as Catwoman. I love you as an actress. Your storyline in this movie was so fucking dumb. This whole movie's just bad. It's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. I swear the Wasp was in it for eight minutes. Yeah. It's, she, it's just not a good movie. Kang was wasted. I mean, it doesn't really matter because it's going to be a different Kang anyway now. Um, yeah, this whole movie's just not good. Poorly written, poorly paced. Very weird tone to use. It was just not a good movie. So, yeah. No. I'm going to give that one an honorable mention on my list because I completely forgot about it. And that's how bad so, it is. It's not on my list. Um, but I'll do my number three. It's going to be The Flash. Wow. It's fucking bad. It is bad. It's really bad. Until the end when George Clooney shows up and then it was really I've, I've good. come to a conclusion that is pretty funny. It was just funny. It was just angry at the moment because I was just <laughs> mad about the movie. In the you didn't talk for like 20 they minutes. They did Batman. Bat, <laughs> Batfleck so dirty. Yeah. Again. Yeah. That's what made me angry. And you still don't remember the only good scene in that entire movie. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't My dad doesn't remember it either. I swear people just black out those movies because they don't want to think about it. Yeah, or it just wasn't as good as you think it was. It is a good scene. It's always on my For You page for like, not Batman page. It's like film pages. Okay, cool. And it says like, only good scene in the black. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to run through the rest of my after this. That's fine. It's bad movies. It's yeah. not movies I want to talk about. Um. So uh, my three through one, three. Probably the worst movie of the might be the actual worst movie of the year, but I have it so far at three just because the other movies made me anger. And this is Rebel Moon. Mm. Me and Ryan both watched it last night separately and we we're texting throughout it. 
doesn't help when the wormhole to open the movie looks like a vagina. But then the rest of the movie, fucking trash. Zack Snyder, you know I try and support you whenever I can. The fuck was this? Yeah. <laughs> this movie was – it's one of those movies – just really quickly, it uh, it should have definitely been rated R. It just look like it looks like it's a TV version of a rated R movie. Yeah, just pull the trigger on it, Netflix. Yeah, like, do why, it. What's the point of doing this and then a couple months from now putting out the R version? No, oh, a year from now, isn't it? Is it a year? Oh no, part you, two comes out in April. Yeah, yeah, it's a year for the a year from now. They just, so dumb. Um, moving on, number two is Renfield, a movie that I was so excited for that was mm-hmm. garbage, and they wasted Nick Holt and uh, Nicholas Cage. And then my number one worst movie, I don't know if Ryan actually went and saw this with me. I think it was Sean and Ian I went with. And this was Joyride. Was yeah, that I didn't see that one. Uh, movie. Mm-hmm. First 25 minutes, I laughed out loud the entire time. Next hour and 20 minutes, <laughs> I don't think I laughed once. <laughs> when I have to look at a girl's private parts all tattooed with Satan for a solid 10 minutes straight. Not mm. fun. Like a close-up. Nice. Not good. Bad movie. So over the top that it wasn't funny. It like, it felt like it was trying so hard to be the hangover, but like yeah. the girls version, which if you want to do a girls, get like Amy Poehler and them to do it. Like people that are like well-known, like comedic actresses. Yeah. I think this cast was just kind of mis- miscast first off. And it was just poorly directed, poorly written, not funny. So yeah, that's my most disappointing slash worst film of the year. All right. Nice. Um, I have number two, the Marvels. Wow. Yeah, you forgot about that one, didn't no, you? No, I just didn't think it was that bad. Really? I think it was like number two. That's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, cause I think it's because <laughs> I had such low expectations. Yeah. And it was better than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's true. Um, I didn't. I thought it was worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because you went in with higher expectations than me. Yeah, because I really liked Miss Marvel. And I do think Kamala was still the best part of this movie. But it wasn't nearly enough to save it because it was still fucking ridiculous and bad. And it wasn't funny. And um, I remember we spent – yeah. We spent like 10 minutes shitting on the director. Remember that? Yeah. Because she hadn't done much. Even though I the stuff that she had done before this supposedly is very good. I just have to watch it. She did Candyman, which you loved. Um, Great movie. Yeah. Apparently, she only took this to pay off her student loans. That was like the thing that she said. Oh, I don't know. Bad. I forget if she said it or if like, I don't, I don't know. Somehow I heard that. And she's, it makes sense. Yeah. She didn't get enough to pay off her student loans. Really? Because the movie didn't make enough money? <laughs> no, she didn't make enough money, which sucks. I don't make movies like for that. You make movies because you're passionate. Unless you have to pay off your student Unless loans. You have student loans. <laughs> yeah. oh, so I don't, I don't blame her, but this movie was just really, really bad and yeah. it lifted. Such a sour taste for all three of these characters. And even the post credit scene. Didn't even it? yeah, the post credit scene is just why. And also, I know now just from what I've seen, it's not Storm. Sorry, I was wrong on that. Yes, you were. It's Phasma or Fat something. It's like a light energy. Yeah, some Mary. No, no, it's it's some like DC. Yeah, it's some like newer hero yeah, in the comics where she's like an offshoot of Captain Marvel. Or I told stuff. you. Yeah, you were right. You were right. You're semi right. Storm. Yeah. Well, everybody thought it was going to be Storm from the trailer. I didn't. Because there's like that quick shot, whatever. Uh, my number one, Rebel Moon. Yeah. This is definitely a little bit of recency. I don't bias, know. It really is just bad. But it bad. was atrociously bad. And, and we're I'm pretty good with recently. We don't show on a movie as much. We've been like, true. oh, it's pretty good. Like you, I feel yeah. like movies normally come down. Yeah. Very unlikely. I feel like a movie gets better with time. Yeah. 
That's true. You know what? One of my movies on my top 10 list kind of got better with time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rebel Moon was fucking atrocious. Um, I'm going to watch. Dude, did you watch the trailer for the second part too? No. On Netflix? It doesn't. It looks terrible. Worse? It still looks awful. I, it might be worse because it looks like there's some battle scenes, but it's also going to be all flashbacks of the people they picked up. So it's going to be like... What's the point of this movie? What the fuck was... The, like, nothing happens in this movie. If they're going to do that, why not do the video game or, like, the show about that? I, I don't know, man. It's fucking... I don't know. God damn it, Zach. Um, it was horrible. I think... And looks, I could see what he wanted to do, and it just wasn't... Yeah, no, it, it, it never worked. worked. Um, I hate the shooting. I hate how there's, like, a lava effect and everything it hits. It looks so dumb. Sorry. This movie was just atrocious. It was terrible, and I'm so happy. Because it's Zack Snyder. And I want people to realize that Zack Snyder it seems like a great guy and can be a really good filmmaker. And is a knowledgeable dude on film. Yeah, he's a I really I think he like as a producer. I think he does. Or he just needs a fucking leash. And you can't say like, all right, Zach, we're going to give you so-and-so million dollars for three movies, a TV show, and a video game. And you're going to do your thing because you had this great idea and you're Justice League, people loved it. People love you as an artist, as a creator. So let's go lean into that. And it just didn't work. No, they. he needs a no man. Yeah, absolutely. So does, what's his name? Andy Machete. Yeah, but I, I. it seems like he seems like a great guy. People love working with him. Everybody speaks highly of him. I mean, everyone seems like they want to do the movie with him. Yeah, everybody speaks highly of him. Um, He seems like a nice guy to like grab lunch with or something. Like he no, seems like a great lie. dude. I would love to work with Zack Snyder. Yeah. If that opportunity ever came. I'm not going to say no to working with yeah, Zack. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking to him. I just think, I think the guy's super knowledgeable. I think he just, like Christopher Nolan says it. You see, like in superhero movies now, you see what his effect on superheroes was. Like they much people go for that darker tone now. Yeah. But at the same time, he went, Zach's thing is going too far with something. Yeah. Like you mean you made the joke, you made the joke with me last night on text. You're like, oh yeah, Zach Schneider is very subtle if you couldn't tell. Yeah. He, that's not something he does. He very much goes yeah. far left, far right. Mm-hmm. Like it's either it's good. There's He's- no gray area for him. He almost makes like fan fictions. Yeah. Where it's like way it's like this is what somebody who likes darker shit would like to see from in Rebel Moon's case, a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Where like and like you said, it's absolutely meant to be rated R. I kind of I mean, a year's gonna pass, so I might, you know be I'm gonna able rewatch to watch the R version. But I do want to see the difference. Yeah, it just feels like so much like a college kid who's like, yeah, this is darker. It's so much cooler. Like, it's just, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. It's just very, very bad. Well, yeah. Those are our worst movies. Mm-hmm. Now, to our best movies. All right. Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to run through my honorable. I don't know if you did honorable mentions. I did. No. So I was but, okay. Go ahead. Um, the Iron Claw. Really good movie. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Asteroid City. Barbie. Skinamarink. And Priscilla. Priscilla was number 10. And for so long, and it, it again got knocked off. That and Skinner Ring held spots for a while. Yeah. But uh, and then, do you want to do like the same thing, run through our tops? Yeah, run through your 10 through 6. Okay, so number number 10, I know Ryan's not going to be in agreement. This is Hunger Games, The Battle of Swanberg and Snakes. I found it was one of the most fun movies of the year. And I just love Tom Blythe and Rachel Zegler. I really like their chemistry. I don't know what Ryan means when he doesn't get how they don't love each other. They seem like they're in love. I like their chemistry. Okay. Um, I really like the movie. I think why it's not higher on my list is because I think some of the action – I love the camera work, how it makes you feel like you're over their shoulder when they're fighting. But I feel like a little more blood, maybe a little more violence. Not a little more. Any blood. Any blood, There's yeah. No blood. Actually, there is one shot of blood, like a cut. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. But 
And I wish maybe the third act, once the games were over, was something else. Mm-hmm. But I still really enjoy it. I like seeing more of the world. I think this whole universe is really cool. I just want to see more of it. Um, number nine, I have The Creator. I know that not everyone loves this movie. This was one of the first movies. I was like, this is going to be one of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, thanks to Gareth Edwards and that entire crew and production company for the early invite that Ryan could not go to. <laughs> so Mike Breslin went and Mike Breslin's favorite movie of the year. Um, number eight is Killers of the Flyer Moon. I wish it was better than what it was, but it's still Martin Scorsese and still one of the best movies of the year. Number seven, I have Godzilla minus one. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this movie. And the more I sit with it, and the theme is the best score of the year, and I really hope it wins. Yeah. yeah I hope it gets nominated. And then my number six is Saltburn. Okay. I love this movie. Yeah. I, dude, the traction it's getting. Oh, this yeah. This movie's all of a sudden just picking up. Every, <laughs> dude, it just won like three awards all of a sudden. Really? Yeah. Like oh. it's just picking up. I don't oh. think it'll win like any big Oscars, but I think it could get nominated for like set design and all that. Yeah. And also, when you get the cast, you do. I mean, that's just thirst trap city like all Jared, that yeah that is a hot cast <laughs> oh yeah that's my uh that's my 10 through 6 i feel like it's pretty good yeah it's a good list um, i know you didn't agree with my 10 but i feel like everything after that no, i mean it's not on my list but yeah it, was, it wasn't a bad movie it's a good movie it's just you know it's a fine movie <laughs> <laughs> just do your shit uh my number 10 is going to be the boy and the heron oh, very wow. very yeah very very good but i just you know this wasn't was so much like disappointing really because of just disappointment. It's a good movie. Yeah. But there's so many unanswered questions. That is true. It was definitely the weaker side of his movies. Yeah, it's very much. But I also think, Gorgeous, though, so. do you know the, the original title in Japan? How Do You Live? Yeah. I That's a much better title. Cool yeah. Title. That is a really good title. I mean, you think of it, I don't know why, but when I think of it with that title, I like it more. It does sound like it's such a better title. It's, yeah, it's, it's How We Live? Really good. How Do You Live? How Do You Live? Oh, I should have had Robert Pattinson on my performances. Yeah, that's, that was impressive. Dude, I course. do the Maito all the time, like <laughs> sitting there, like, Maito, your mother. <laughs> mother. He was so good. That, yeah. that was the best part of the movie. Yeah, that was, it's just impressive. Um, but number nine, I have Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three. Very good movie. It was obviously the best MCU movie of the year. Not best Marvel movie. Be careful. Best MCU movie of the year, and it was a great wrap up for what was the best marvel movies <laughs> gotta stay tuned bitch um it was a great wrap-up for the guardians of the galaxy trilogy and honestly for the infinity saga as a whole because it's, it's kind of Infinity saga i know but the characters that uh, were it's, it's you know it's more this, like it's for like, a lot of people guardians was kind of the last thread of yeah. that original saga so you know I think that was a lot of people. It's, it's going to be a lot of people stepping away point for Marvel. So yeah. I th- I'm glad they ended on a high note. It ended really well. Um, it was just a good movie. Um, what was that? Nine. So number eight, I have Anatomy of a Fall, which I watched this morning because I rented Ew, it. Mother. I, listen to me. I rented it last night. And then you were like, oh, Rebel Moon's terrible. I'm like, you know what? I'll watch Rebel Moon. like, I want to shit on Zack Snyder. need something to be my number one worst movie. So let's shit on Zack Snyder. So I watched that. And then you hit me with all the Madden stuff. And that was like an hour. And then I didn't even get to play. And then I was like, I'm not watching this two and a half hour movie. It was good though. It was very good. It was very good. It was a very good story. I think she's going to... She might oh, win she was great. Yeah, she was really, really good. And it's, it's such a sad story. Dude, the story is so sad. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> Fuck, loser. 
<laughs> Fuck you. Keep going. It was very, very good. Um, it was definitely worth the hype. Sorry, I'm changing this list up in my head a little bit. Uh, that was mind. eight. All right, seven. Past lives. Mm. Very good. Mm-hmm. I think I know where it is in your list. I think I think it was for the duke, but we're not going to say Yeah, but I think it was a really, really good movie, but I think it was just a little overrated. I didn't really resonate with the characters as much as I think a lot of people did. Because me, you don't know what love is. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It, it just didn't hit for me the same way it's been hitting for a lot of people, right. seemingly. Yeah. I mean, I can't even be mad. That's seventh in, what, 60 movies you watched this year? Yeah. It was still a very, very well-made movie. And the uh, um, shit, what's what's the director? Celine? Celine Song. Yeah. I hope she wins. She's fantastic. I'm, I'm out for, yeah, for a debut. I, I was going to win, but yeah, for a debut, directing wise, I mean, this movie was impeccable. It was fantastic. So I have to put it at, on this list somewhere. And number six, the Marvel movie, Across the Spider Verse. Oh. It was just so good. It's a great it's sequel. A um, I can't. I I don't know how people didn't realize it was a part one. Fucking morons. I know. And God, it's just ridiculous. It was announced as a part one, but. <laughs> Yeah, they just changed the title. They got confused. Whatever. Words are hard. Um, <laughs> it's just a great sequel to one of the best animated movies ever. ever. Yeah, it's just it's so, so good. It was so much fun, and it's going to be a great part one. It's going to win the Oscar, too. Yeah, I have complete faith that part two is going to live up to the hype, even though it's going to come out three years from now. It's not coming out in March. Batman. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm still so pumped for it. It was it was such a great movie, and the animation is so good. All the performances are great. It's just been so so much fun, and so interesting to watch them animate this way. It's just it's just incredible. I like that. You number five. Yeah. Um, number five. Yeah. yeah. My number five <laughs> is Ben Affleck's Air. Okay. I absolutely love this movie. I don't know why my brain just. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like froze off for a second. Um. It was a great movie. I loved every character. I loved the story, except for those dumbass motherfucking kids that I wanted to kick down those steps. Yeah. Besides them, great movie. I thank God have watched it since, and it still holds up. I think Ben Affleck's performance is so funny. I think Matt Damon was really good. I Viola Davis is the best female actress in the world. Dude, um, she might blend supporting. She could. She'll get nominated for sure. She definitely should get nominated. Yeah. I have, my only thing is I think it came out too early to win awards. That's true. It's, gonna, but, it's always hard for this kind of movie. Like, it's not a Dune that's going to have the world mm-hmm. uh, in its hand. But yeah, I loved Air. I think Ben Affleck continues to prove why he's one of the top 10, top five directors working right now. Yeah. He doesn't make bad movies. And yeah, it's a great movie. I think everyone should watch it, especially if you're a basketball fan. It definitely lends to people that are the fans of basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's my number five. Yeah. Air was a great movie. Didn't make my list, though, unfortunately. It's one of those movies, still man. Good. It's just going to slip through the cracks. It was too early in the year. Yeah. I forgot about it for a while. Yeah. It's it's definitely a bit of a forgettable one, yeah. like we were talking about earlier, but it was still a good watch. Yeah. It's, it's an entertaining entertaining movie. Uh, my number five is going to be Killers of the Flower Moon. Like you said, it's not his best movie, but it's still a Scorsese, yeah, it's movie. A Scorsese movie. It was still good. And it's it's a really interesting story that you know doesn't get talked about a lot and I didn't really know about at all, but it was so, so cool to see like how these people lived and it just puts you in that time frame too. Really good at that being a historical piece. Um, DiCaprio's best performance in a little bit. I think he was fantastic. Lily, Lily Gladstone. Love her. She put her foot in the door and she ain't fucking leaving. She was great. 
Um, and even De Niro was really good still. And, you know, it seems like the older he gets, he just he's not slowing down, which is well, great to see for the most part. He did some stinkers these last he like, did five do some years. Stinkers, yeah. But um, it was still a really good movie. Yeah. Good movie. And I think the killings are still fucking love i love the quick and just yeah what real violence is yeah like it's not it's not goodfellas where it's you know music and fun you know air quotes fun mob stuff where they romanticize it and make them look cool this is just dirty piece of shit white people killing yeah yeah it's just terrible all right great movie so i'm gonna run through my four through two and i because i really want to talk about my one movie Mm -hmm. but the other ones that all make sense i feel like why they're here um, so my number four is John Wick, chapter four. I love John Wick. We yeah. just said romanticizing a violence. Yeah. This does it in the best and most accurate way to do it. <laughs> I love the blocking. I love all that. I just, I love this world. I love this. I love John Wick. I love Keanu. Mm. I hate that the spinoffs are all going to be shit. And that they're just going to. think Ballerina is going to be bad? Yeah. <laughs> the show's fucking awful. I tried to watch it. Oh, I forgot about that Continental? show. Yeah. Trash. Um, number three, Oppenheimer. It's one of the greatest movies, like greatest like productions I've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. the CGI, everything about the – well, there is no CGI. The visual effects, the cast, the performances, the cinematography, the score, everything about it is incredible. I mean, we all knew that. I know it's, it's definitely in your top three. I know it's in my top three because I just said it. Um, number two is The Holdovers. I mean – this movie is incredible. Me, you said as soon as we left the theater that it's a 95, 96, whatever we end up giving it. Yep. And it was just a great movie. So, and I love Paul Giamatti. I hope this movie gets the consideration it deserves at the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. but we'll see when it comes out. Yeah. Um, so I'll do the same. My number four is going to be Godzilla minus one. Fair enough. Like you said earlier, that score is just classic. I listened to it today. <laughs> it, 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 it just doesn't get better. It might be best score of all time. If we're talking... Yeah iconic yeah it's just so good and going back to that classic godzilla look and making him truly a monster again it was just so much fun <laughs> kicking his legs into the water <laughs> yeah Nerd treading water. talked about it treading water oh my god i just <laughs> want to see that so bad um but yeah having a godzilla movie with an interesting human story as well never happens it doesn't happen and it's really really good to see um Number three, John Wick Chapter Four. Like you said, it's just so much fun. It doesn't get better than that. It's just the best. Um, greatest action number two. Movie ever. Oh, greatest action series ever. Yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't work. You weren't in agreement with me when I said that when we first. No, I'm going to say it. it now, just because I can't think of anything else. So I'm just going to stay with it. Um, number two, Oppenheimer. It's fantastic. Yeah. It is just perfect. It has to win Best Picture for me. I keep looking at Spider Man. Um, I mean. Not the has to win because it's not my number one, but it's, it's going to win Best Picture. And it's not going to – your number one's not going to win because they're from the same company and they yeah. can only promote one. Yeah, and it, it deserves it, absolutely, just for what they did and the work that went into it. The amount of fucking actors are in this movie. It's just – it's wild and that it's still like – Oh, baby. Yeah, it, the fact that you can still just have – an idea of what's going on the whole time you never get lost and never the pacing feels good it's just such a well-crafted film it's just really really great it's so impressive but what's your number one for the first time since we've been doing this show we're gonna have a different number one yes it's pretty cool it is um and mine is of course past lives i think i've said it when i did my solo review of it it's the highest rated movie of the year i gave it a 98 
Mm-hmm. I, mean, I couldn't find anything wrong with this movie. It's just a hundred. I think it's an impossible score for a movie. But I loved every character. I think Celine's song directed one of the best movies of the year. My what I think is the best movie of the year. I think the score is very soft. It's nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just like a nice score. The cinematography again, nothing crazy. But me and you just told me about it. Everyone in the background's kissing, hugging, which is yeah. something directed by her, being like, "Oh, everyone do this." they're not like that this is platonic love well for one of them and it's just a heartbreaking story and i think it's just the best movie of the year i mean a movie hasn't sat with me like that did in a very 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 long time yeah and yeah so past lives number one movie of the year i hope it, i hope it wins at least screenplay or best director best something yeah. come on now it was great it just didn't didn't hit for me the same it hit for you yeah. but that's fine that's art you yeah. know love is in the eyes of the beholder <laughs> yeah of course um, but my number one is going to be the holdovers with the King Paul Giamatti. Um, it was by far my favorite movie of the year. The second I stood up, I just smiled and it was, it was just such a it's fun one of those movie. movies where you're just smiling the whole time. It's just, well, not the whole time. There's yeah, really not the whole time. Yeah. But I saw it, I saw it three times with three different types of people. Like I saw it with you, you're my film friend. Yeah. And then I saw it with Ant and Puff who are not film people, not like, not like us. They like not movies, but they're not yeah. like film bros. Yeah, but they still loved it. And then I saw it with my dad at like 8 o'clock. And my dad stayed awake, which, you know. It's shocking. That's a good movie. <laughs> um, well, he is in it, so. Yeah, he, no. But <laughs> it was just such a great movie the whole way through. Um, it feels, the, the school part feels so good. And. Like I said earlier in the podcast, Dominic Sessa playing the main kid, he feels like somebody that age where, you know, he's talking to even towards the beginning when the other kids are still there. There's no like, even though the dickhead kid that he's kind of button heads with, he's not getting like bullied or anything. Like he can no, hold his just, own. They're just doing their yeah, own thing. Just, you know, it just felt heads. real. Yeah, absolutely felt real. And it was also hilarious. It was so funny. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Fuck yeah, you. it was so good. Oh, the writing was great. And the best part of it for me, uh, not the best part, but the most impressive part is how much it felt like one of those like 60s or 70s movies. Yeah. It felt like a classic. And it's not just because it's shot like a classic. It's not just because it's kind of framed like that and the camera makes it look like that. And they have all the old intros in the beginning. It's not because of that only. That plays a big hand. And like the the setting and the set and stuff too. Yeah. Looks great. When they're in Boston, it looks like retro. It's super cool looking. It's a very say the film if you're trying to do that though. Yeah, dude. It's such a good looking movie. But it's also because um I this morning I went on you just woke up and went on YouTube and there was a clip of Tyler Sheridan on Joe Rogan. I, I he was on there recently, I guess. And he was talking about doing Yellowstone and then what is it, nineteen twenty three yeah. and eighteen eighty three? And he was talking about specifically in 1883, which I haven't watched any of those shows, so I don't, I can't really say. He was talking about how critics aren't huge fans of it because critics nowadays are looking at it through a modern lens of like, how does this talk about our problems in the modern day? And he's like, that's that's not what I wrote it for. I wrote it to be talking about the problems of 1883, and that's why the holdovers feels so good and so retro because it doesn't focus on 2023 issues and 2023 oh, issues. Yeah. Yeah, it focuses exactly. It focuses on issues back then in you know, I guess it was around the Korean War, right? So you have that of like why don't the boys from this school go to war and you know, all that stuff. 
it focuses on those issues and it feels like it's part of that time instead of being feeling like the issues are part of our time and just being shot like that it feels very forced and um i can't think of the word but it, it was just such an incredible movie so impressive the writing the way it was filmed and the acting everything about it was just great and it's already top of the christmas movie list even for you i know you hate christmas but you still love this movie that's why you just, didn't like fucking past life you just hate love and yeah happiness. but you hate joy and cheer and <laughs> jolly <laughs> we're done fuck this shit yeah yeah, the holdovers. Well, it's fantastic, everyone. That was our best and worst episodes of 2023. Uh, Ryan, I really liked your list. Good job. You. you had a good list too. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> even your performances and surprises won. It's very interesting. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and checking out our show for 2023. Thank you for tuning in now in 2024. We're excited. We have a lot of cool things. Uh, coming up for coming up for everyone, especially our review of Dune, which I know is going to be probably our favorite episode of the year because that's yeah. going to be amazing. But yeah, uh, there would normally be some questions here, but we ran a little bit longer than I thought we were going to. I have a tattoo appointment in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for checking us out and continue to listen. Keep sharing the show. Follow us. DM us. Chat with us about the things. Thank you for everyone who joined that live stream I was on yesterday. It's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. And Ryan, of course, you get the last words yeah. of this week's episode. Right, but thanks for listening throughout the year. I mean, I know it's been a year since you guys listened. <laughs> wow. Bye, everyone. Bye. That was some dumb shit. <laughs> Bye.